Utah blowing a 21-point halftime lead. I think it's a combination of big mistakes from young players and Utah's tendency to sit on leads. I'm going to put more on the big mistakes by young players for one specific reason. If Ty Jordan doesn't fumble the ball and they complete that drive, Utah wins. Man, I felt for him. They're going to be mistakes. you got to iron out these things, but they were pretty darn conservative. You just can't play that way anymore. College football, you got too many people who can score points. Washington was averaging 35 points a game coming into that game. Can't sit on any lead. Interesting to hear Boyan talk about his injury, Gordon. I was in pain for most of the season. It was tough to me when I realized that I had torn my ligaments. I was the first one that trying to talk everybody to let me play. That's a very Boyan thing, like, no, I'm, just, I'm not getting surgery. I'm fine. I've never suffered that injury, and I don't know what it takes to rebound in the way the Jazz want him to. He's a tough dude. I yeah. mean, do you remember back, it was either the first or the second game where he had an ankle roll yes. that was awful. Like, it was hard to watch. It was bad. And he missed a game. And yeah. if you look throughout his entire career, he's a tough dude. He just doesn't miss games. Have you ever turned on the TV and go to one of those channels where the Christmas fireplace is on your screen? Is that a thing? I saw that last night, and I wanted to run that by you guys and see what you thought of it. <laughs> I've never sought it out, Gordon. It just said Christmas Yule Log. So I clicked on it, and there it was, a fire burning. I'm just more concerned. You thought, you know what? I better talk about this on the radio. Everyone needs to know. The standard to make the Not Sports Report is so low. You ever been on the channel where they just show you what's on all the channels? That, uh, that's fascinating to me. What's the definition of news again, Gordon? Shut up. Gordon, we have some breaking news from the world of college football. We've been talking about the eyeball emojis coming out of BYU. Jake Edmonds of KUTV says, I can confirm the rumors. BYU at Coastal Carolina is happening. Not that Coastal Carolina is a marquee program, but they are highly ranked this year. Other teams have benefited from playing teams ranked in that same range and have gotten a boost out of that. So we'll see if the Cougars can do likewise. Hey, they're undefeated. This is a good thing. And plus, they need to play. They need to stay on the top of everybody's mind. I like wearing socks with sandals. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All right, there you go. Sounds of the week brought to you uh, this hour by our friends at Syringa Networks, home to complete business telecom and IT solutions. Backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communication for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. It is Football Friday on the Big Show, live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. It's the warehouse. i got to ask Gordon a question because I'm listening to the sounds of the week now for the second time in the show. Gordon, what do you think about this rock and roll Christmas music? Uh, it's not my. It's, you like it or not, don't like it's it? Not, it's not my favorite. I mean, I, yeah. I, I prefer the traditional Christmas music. Uh, you know, the uh, everything from Bing Crosby to uh, Perry Como to uh, yeah. Andy Williams, that kind Perry of Perry Como. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> 
And, and all those bands and artists just scream sports radio. Hey, hey, Austin, I'm not knocking the production. Shut up, Alema. Fantastic- <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, hey, where did Perry Como come from? We're just talking about Christmas music, Coach. Do you like the traditional Christmas music or that rock and roll stuff that Austin seems to want to play all the time? Austin, nothing against your choice of music. Uh-huh. Well, is it hurting your hearing, old man, or what can I do for you? Well, I, you know, I'll play hymns I, next Friday. You all right with that, brother uh, Harrington? I, yeah. <laughs> well, I kind of like I kind of like that music that moves you. Yes, I'm not sure what that meant, but but I would agree with that. <laughs> I mean, hey, look, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with the goofy stuff too. You know, I yeah. mean. Uh, you know, I mean, that's fun stuff. You know, you well, who's your, if you want. <laughs> hey, who's your favorite Christmas singer, Gordon? Ah, uh, boy, that's a good question. I would have, maybe I'd have to go with Bing Crosby on that, just because of White Christmas. I'm going to you know, modernize but, uh, that Harry Connick Jr. doing Bing Crosby. Yeah, that sounds good. I mean, yeah, stuff like that. I mean, I like all the different artists and whatnot, but I, I mean, I, I like Faith Hill. Singing "Where Are You Christmas" and Austin made oh, you fun like of me Faith for that. Hill singing anything? Well, how about, about <laughs> how about Frank? How about Frankie? Frank Sinatra. Yeah. <laughs> Frank Sinatra. You can't go wrong there. There you go. No. Yeah, can't go wrong with. How about Frank. how about the squeaking deacon? Who's that? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> well. He's a good friend of Wolfman Jack's. All right. <laughs> We're back to the Wolfman. I like it. I like how much Wolfman Jack. I didn't mean to derail the show by, you know, and having an opinion on the music. On the... Calculated. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also a good friend of Spider Lockhart. Uh, Spider. That's, that's a good nickname. Like Spider, like Donovan and, and, Mitchell. And Banjo Billy. <laughs> Those are all great. Those nicknames. are all great yeah. nicknames, yeah. Uh, Coach. Uh, let's let's talk about Oregon State a little bit, okay? Because I want to talk to you about what uh, what their coach Jonathan Smith is is building there. Because they're coming off a big win over Oregon, okay. and uh, you know it's been a little up and down at that so, program. But the thing about him is he fits he fits Oregon State really well because he knows how to recruit to Oregon State. He knows what kind of players they need to look for. And he knows where to get the players. And he has a, a, a bunch of people, I think, on his staff that are Oregon State people. And, uh, you know, they, they, uh, I, I know what one of the coaches texted me after the Oregon game. He said, we're coming into Salt Lake swinging. Mm. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, said, I think that, you know, that that is a um, sometimes an overlooked commodity or value that when when ADs are looking for coaches they underestimate the importance of the guy understanding the history of the institution that he will be the face of exactly and not not just the face of to you know the TV audience but in the living rooms of young men that they are recruiting absolutely because if you really believe in the university, yeah, it's easier to sell. Oh yeah, because you walk in home and says, "Yeah, I, I played at Oregon State, and and here's the pluses, here's the minuses, here's the things I, why I loved it there, and and uh, you know I got so and so that's that that played here, that's the offensive line guy, I got so and so here, and and, uh, and and plus, you know he come he came from the University of Washington. 
And the University of Washington has such a, for the last 30 years that I can think of, Washington has always had a solid basis of how they recruit. It doesn't matter whether it's Don James or the next guy or the next guy or the next guy. So they recruit a certain type of player that fits a certain type of thing that they like to do. And so you usually watch, if you watch somebody that Washington's recruiting, typically it's going to be a guy who's, who's, a, who's tough, a guy who's committed to, to what he's doing, and a guy with a blue-collar mentality. And that's typically what they, what they recruit. And then they develop players within the system, and the system makes them believe in what they're doing. And, uh, and so I think he's taken a similar idea at, at uh, like that game, that game that Oregon State played against Oregon, that was one of the funnest games to watch because every time Oregon looked like they were going to put the game away, Oregon State had an answer, and they came right back. And they and the thing is, they never. I thought at some point they would say, "Okay, the the game's over," and Oregon would. I I kept waiting for Oregon just to take take over the game. Yeah, but they exposed Oregon's front big time, and uh, I thought their 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 play calling was really good, and um, and they they really exposed Oregon's defense. So, Mac, do you think the Utes are in trouble against this team? No. No, I really don't. I think, I think that that Oregon State spent their best, the best they had last week. Can they re, can they repeat that again the next week? Probably not, because they don't. That personnel wise, they don't match up with Utah. Personnel wise, they don't match up with Oregon. You know, but but Oregon's kind of. Have you studied Oregon the last two years? They're kind of up and down. One week they'll play lights out. Then the next week they'll play down to whoever they're playing. You know, what I mean, in that, like a year ago, when when Utah was going to play Oregon in that in the championship game, I mean, I'd watched all of it. I said, I said everything depends on which Oregon show, mm-hmm. team shows up. <laughs> well, the and good one showed up. The good one showed up, and they played like a good one. Let me ask you a question about where the university, because you 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 didn't even hesitate. When Gordon asked you, "Do are they in trouble this weekend, the Utes?" and the answer is no. No. Uh, this is my question: You watched that game, twenty-one points scored in the first half against Washington, um, and and aren't able to put the ball in the end zone in the second half. They they you know they they end up losing this game, um, but they were close. And when I say not the score, they were close. They were they were seemed like just a fraction away from having a good game, like a complete good game. It wasn't like they just stunk it up. And so to to me, my question for you is how close are they? And once they get to that over the hump here, how good can they be? Well, they're, they're good enough to be Oregon State, at least in your opinion. Yeah, but well, how good can they be? Well, they're they're eight turnovers away from being a really good team. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, you want you want to make it really simple? I mean, that's as simple as you can put it. I mean, I mean, a lot of truth I mean to let's that. say let's say the kid doesn't fumble on the fifteen yard line. Yeah, they're going There's, into to, they, they, yeah. they they at least kick a field goal, and the game's unwinnable mm-hmm. for Washington. Okay. But Mac, let me let me ask you about the, the the difference in halves. 
Utes, okay. at that first half, I thought the Utes, okay, this, this team looks really, really good. The second half, totally different story. What happened? Well, it, it almost looked like, looked like uh, they were – they weren't playing to win. They were playing not to lose. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if that makes much sense. No, it that, definitely that, that's does. a very it, dangerous mindset. Yeah, because sometimes, like, like Utah will will, you know, because it, they definitely have a defensive mentality. You know, will say, okay, don't do th- anything stupid, and let's we just, win. Yeah, just, we're up twenty-one nothing. Yeah, just keep the keep conservative. You know, keep the keep moving the chains. And we'll play good defense, and we'll win the game. Like for instance, they punt the ball down to the twelve yard line. So, so basically, Washington is eighty eight yards to go. The percentages are on Utah's side that they're that they're going to get out of one of those one of those drives. And now all of a sudden, this redshirt uh, sophomore freshman quarterback, he takes them eighty eight yards to win the game. Yeah, and and do. Would I believe that he was capable of doing that? No. Uh, did he do it? Yeah. Uh, we didn't really put much pressure on the on the quarterback. We didn't force him to make a bad throw because it looked like we were rushing for and dropping and playing a zone behind it. And uh, and then the, the tight end is a is a great player. The kid from Washington. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he is he is a he's a number one round draft choice guy. Even even on that last series that you're talking about, the again playing not to lose, right? Instead of playing playing to win the game, you got them down at the twelve. You got to stop them, but don't don't get into a quasi prevent where it's like okay, let's just not give up the touchdown and we're and we're fine. Well, they're kind right? of it's kind of the philosophy: keep everything in front of you, and and don't let them beat you with anything yeah. cheap, and make them earn. Make them earn their way down the field, and then usually, uh, you know, how many plays was it was the last drive? Do you remember? Uh, no, I can look it up though. They had so, four minutes. There was just over four minutes left. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So, so what happens is 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 uh, they took the they took and they converted every third down situation. Uh, so well, while I'm looking this up, I, I, so you know what's interesting? Gordon and I were both at a game covering Utah at Oregon. What year was the last one we covered, Gordon, where they just blew the doors off of yeah. uh, the Ducks? Uh, what year was yeah. that? Uh, oh, 60 uh, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Up, yeah. up in Austin. Mm-hmm. And remember, the, you, Witt just poured it on. It, it, because he's, he's had a history of sitting on these leads. I could, I could lift, list you a half a dozen games mm-hmm. they lost because they're, they're playing not to lose. So I was really curious. I go down into the post game. And Gordon, I don't know if you remember this, but I specifically asked Coach Witt. I said, "Why? Why'd you? Why'd you keep the? You know, why'd you pour it on?" And Coach Witt said, "We were playing Oregon. You know, they could come back on you at any yeah, second." Exactly. And I, I couldn't help but thinking, "Why don't you pretend like you're playing Oregon every week?" <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Washington obviously could come back on them at any second. Why not keep the keep the foot down? Yeah. Like he did a, a, in that game at but Austin. That's, that's a universal mindset right once you get a lead we see this in the nba as we cover that we see it all the time right that you get the lead and you start to kind of you get lack lackadaisical is it lackadaisical lackadaisical you get you get a little complacent you get comfortable yeah, yeah. And, you, and so it, 
that that is a universal thing that 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 is just almost but, a natural reaction. But the NBA is a different thing. It's a, it's a game of runs. Yeah. So anytime you're watching an NBA game, it's a, you could be down 17 and all of a sudden it, a team gets hot and you have three or four <laughs> down at and your the three point score. shot. Yeah, yeah. obviously and makes then a all difference. of a sudden, uh, but now you're down by two. Yeah, but guys, to get to get yeah, shut out in the second half, I mean, didn't they score a point? You know uh, that that last drive, by the way, uh, guys, twelve plays, eighty-eight yards, yeah. taking three minutes and fifty-five seconds. Yeah. You you anticipate that a team will make a mistake with twelve plays? Absolutely, right? absolutely. So the percentage of them going twelve for twelve and moving the chains, the percentages say. You know that that's not going to happen. Yeah, and and, and Kyle goes a lot on percentages. You yeah, know, keep they, them in front of you and it, make them make a mistake. Yeah, and and uh, you know it's just uh, it happens. You know, and and uh, and I was looking at at Utah's roster today, and I'll tell you what, they are loaded with good players mm. and all young players. I mean, they're this is this roster that he has, when you look at it, I mean, this is an outstanding roster. You're saying, so you're saying that BYU should have played him this year. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I tell you what. Now we'll get him next year. Yeah. So, so, but BYU gets all those guys back, yeah. too. Well, you know? yeah, Zach's going to the NFL. Yeah. Well, Zach probably is yeah. going to go out. But, so it's probably Kyrus. They got a few people who probably aren't coming yeah. back. Yeah. Uh, I would guess. Uh, Matt, uh, why am I blanking on his first name? Offensive lineman, uh, Christian. Uh, Brady Christian. Brady Christensen. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know if he's going to be back either. Uh, Tom from the warehouse jumping on with no, us. Eighteen twenty-five South, three hundred West. Yeah, Bushman's probably uh, going to go. He's got to go because he's twenty. He's a Michigan guy. Yeah, so. he's twenty-six now, maybe twenty-five, twenty-six. That's so old. I think there's going to be. Yeah. A, I think. Gosh, that's almost as old as I am. Yeah, man, Tom, those guys, those young whippersnappers are not so young anymore. Bushman <laughs> probably thinks back now. I wish he had gone out this year. Yeah, mm. because he'd have been in the top three rounds yeah. for sure. Feel bad for that that young man. That's that's yeah. just a setback. Yeah, really I'll tell you what, he's a he's a good player yep, too. Yeah, yep. And he was mismatch. and he had had a really good spring there, and and up until the time he got hurt, he I mean he was he was playing well, and they're getting the ball to the tight end. Up right, much. and he'd have yeah, a look at Isaac Rex now. Yeah, because Bushman is out. All the balls that he's getting, he's getting a ton yeah. because he's he's not only Rex is a good player, yeah. but also they're. They're, they were already formulated this season to get to the ball to the tight end. Tight end, exactly. Yeah. Well, let's boom out some deals here, Tom. Let's make this happen. We're going to go back. You can't possibly have anything left in the tank. No, no we've, already, we've already sold a whole house for five <laughs> grand. I mean, what else, what else can we do? Coach, sit down, Coach. I, I am sitting. I am Last sitting. week, Coach professed that he is – a BYU fan. Yes, yes. Well, well listen, remember that coach, coach wasn't that? That was a that was a special that was a wee a wee a wee moment. Yeah, yeah. A wee moment. And he's <laughs> he's even wearing blue and white today. Yeah. So I'm gonna do a BYU blue velvet <laughs> sleigh bed from the gemstone furniture company. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is I have it in two sizes, a lemma. Yeah. 
Wait till you see it. Okay. No, I would. Hey, hey wait, wait, wait. If, if what's this a, is the, what's the, a BYU balloon? What is that? No, a BYU, BYU blue. blue. Oh, I thought you said balloon. <laughs> this is a velvet dark blue BYU blue sleigh bed. I'm going to say that slower. Is it coach. the one that's back over here on the wall? The, it, online? Yeah. I just looked it up. Fourteen ninety nine. Where is it? For King. It's in the back. I'm yeah. going to show okay, you. Okay, I'm going to look at it after the show's over. <laughs> I'm going to take a picture. I'll bring it to you. Okay. Okay. That's even better, Coach. Your choice, that. King yeah. or Queen. I'm going to do the King for four ninety nine. What? I'm going to do the Queen. What would be cheaper than four ninety nine? dollars uh, dollars We'll do it. $3.99. I'm thinking, I'm thinking three fifty four. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, a, that's a motor in my old Chevy. <laughs> a three fifty four. Four ninety nine for the king, three ninety nine for Coach the Coach asked for it. Bed. We're gonna do it. This is a king light blue. Mm-hmm. So it's not BYU Bull. It's yeah. more of a Coastal Carolina. Okay. And I'm going to do it for three fifty four. Mm. This one's with the upholstered tuck. Diamond tuck and roll yeah. upholstered. Uh, beautiful bed. Uh, it's it's the bed that every young woman wants. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what that meant. I don't know. Except... I don't know. Good deal. It's okay, good deal. So, it's $354. Hey, hey, you know what we call this, Tom? A it. newlywed, a newlywed present. Yeah, a newlywed okay, bed. So if you, you know, my guy LJ just got married. Yeah. Okay. LJ, I don't know if you listen to the show. You probably don't, but hey, I think you need to buy this for yeah. your new wife. Vidal, we've got to go find wants. this bed. This is what she uh, wants. Coach yeah. just did a coach special on this bed, Vidal, for three hundred fifty-four dollars. What? So you better go find it. We only have three of them. Three fifty-four. Vidal's on it. Vidal, Vidal, Vidal. Get on it. <laughs> hey, and if the coach says do it, he wants you to do push-ups yeah. when you're done. Yes. Hey, 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 hey Mac, get on Mac. the move, bro. I'm thinking about the whole, you know, I don't think it's a good way to lead off when you meet a, a, a young lady to say, hey, <laughs> hey I got a bed, a bed for you. <laughs> no. No. no, this is a newlywed bed. So they're this is they're a newlywed bed. In fact, they they have uh, you know they they have nuptials and, well, and a lot of people get married at Christmas, right? Sure, okay, sure okay. they do. Well, take it's advantage like, of the special. Yeah, yeah. any time there's a break from university studies in Utah, there's yeah. weddings. That is true. Last, that is true. Jake, <laughs> I'm trying to hold this together here. I have the most incredible tufted. Daybed with a trundle. Ooh, with okay. the trundle. It's Look at that, that. daybed. Look at it. It's, it's all the way enclosed, all the way around. Oh, I like that daybed. So it has a pull-out trundle. Yeah. This is for the princess in yeah. your family who wants a velvet trundle sleigh bed. Yeah. This is a daybed that's tufted velvet. And look at this, Jake. Yeah. All four sides. Pretty sweet. Your princess would die uh, for this, Ah, she would baby. like that, yep. Instead of fourteen ninety nine. And it says, "What does that say? Four fifty nine? I can't do that. It's too much. Okay, we're gonna do three ninety nine. What for the bed? For the whole thing? With Co- the if I didn't, coach would beat me up, and I don't want to. Yeah, we can't do that. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, all right, hey, take advantage hey, of it. I tell you what, we got the whole house. We could do. <laughs> We've got the newlywed bed. We've got the coach special. We got the, the coach, coach special. Three fifty four. Three fifty four. 
Okay. And yeah. now we got the trundle bed. We got bed. the trundle we bed. Got the the trundle princess bed. bed. Take and, advantage of it. Do it. And then we got the express cleaner yep. where we come in here. We can get 99 our stuff. 99 cents shirts. 99 cents shirts. You have to spend $20. Yeah. So bring two suits. Okay. Nine ninety nine. So here's each. what we do. We come in, bring our suits in, get them done with okay. our shirts. Yeah. Then we get the five grand for the for, bedroom. For, for the, the whole house. house. And you pick up your cleaning, go you, to the wedding bring, yeah, and then we get the wedding bed yeah. for the newlywed. Yeah. You know, oh my gosh, yeah. this is. Uh, I, I'm. <laughs> I wish I was a lot younger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, eighteen twenty-five South, three hundred West, the warehouse. More football Friday next, ninety-seven-five and twelve eighty. The zone. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott on a football Friday. Coach Mac, Alema Harrington as well. We're live at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low to blow your mind. It's the warehouse. Come on by and uh, see us. Uh, take advantage of uh, the boom deals. want to talk a little bit uh, about Utah State. We'll catch up with Coach here in a second. Uh, but, uh, Gordon, not uh, not a great night last night for the Aggies against Air Force. No, not at all. Thirty-five to seven. That's uh, I, I don't know what to I don't know what to make of this season for the Aggies. Is there anything positive coming out of this? Oh. What did you take from the game last night, Coach? It wasn't well, pretty. I watched the whole thing, and uh, you know they the first drive they had a they had like a, a eight minute drive, and scored, and after that it was over. You know, and the thing is that, so I'm looking in the paper, and five of the starters opted out. Yeah. And, and the guy that really shocked me was Warren. Right. Because Warren is a Utah guy and a real team guy. You know, he's not one of those guys that would just leave to be leaving. You know what I mean? I mean, he, Jalen Warren is a is a is a a. a a guy that is real loyal to yeah. to school he goes to, where he plays, and he's a team guy first. And I know one thing that's huge with his mom, I know that is for him to get a degree from college right. is huge. And for him to, you know, so let's say wherever he goes next, they're not going to accept all of his units from Utah State. So is he going to be able to graduate in a year yeah. from from wherever he goes? And for Jalen, as as important as him playing football, the other, other thing that's most important for him is to get a degree from college so that he has a future. Yeah, right. So he needs to be worried about the, his football because he loves playing football. Yeah. Okay. And who knows how long he can play. But even then, you know, it's a kid that loves playing football then opts not to play. Yeah. Right. And and so you almost have to, you know, you scratch your head a little bit and you start to wonder, well, I wonder well, who's advising it, giving them advice well, somebody, on this. And, somebody is giving him. Yeah. Somebody, somebody's contacting him and say, hey, we got a spot for you. Yeah. And and I don't know whether it's, uh, I heard Oklahoma State, but I'm not sure if that's a positive. I, I You know, I can't guarantee it. But all I know is I love that kid. Yeah. And I loved him in high school when he played at East. Because he was a man, yeah, 
and he didn't always pay attention to his academics. Jalen, I hope you're listening. And, <laughs> uh, and by the way, the most important thing you could do for your future, son, is to make sure that you get that degree that, that allows you at some point to, to take a job of your choice. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, four or five years from now, nobody's going to care whether you played football. I'll tell you, you know, for, and, and this is, I think, an important point to make for the, the student athlete. That that they they and and it's understandable because you're you love playing football. It's what you do, and you go to you think you're going to college to play football, but in the end, that's really not what the majority of us leave with is going to the next level. You want to get your degree, and you want to get a network of people that support you. And you, you do that at Utah State. You do that at the university. You do that at BYU. Do, that's why Stanford is such a great college university is because you go there, you will always have connections with your degree to get employed and, and to be able to take care of your family. And the thing is, it's, it's the people that you go to school with are the people that, you know, from, from 19 to 24, 25 years old, those are the people that determine what you do future-wise. Yeah, when when that you know one of your classmates is opening up a big tech you know business, then then now now you have that network that that you can take advantage of and you know be in in the right rooms. Yeah, because it's yeah, kind I, got, of a, I got a, I got I got a question for you guys though. I, I understand all that. And obviously, your education is absolutely uh, just huge. But when you're playing on a team like the Aggies this year, where they really haven't had much of a chance to, to, to win games, what what is a football player supposed to think about that? I mean, last night, the Aggies, you know, 123 passing yards. That's just not going to get it done, you know, mm-hmm. a, a total of 232. And if you're... If you're an offensive player and you're looking at the offense and you're going, I can't win with this. What I, I mean, I, I know the honorable thing is to do to just hold, you know, to hang in there and work hard and see what you can do to get better. But you know, sometimes guys look around and say, "Man, the cupboard's empty here." Well, yeah. I, 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 I still think that there's something to be said for commitment and loyalty and hard work, and just because you, you, you signed on and you thought, oh, this was going to be this great experience, it was going to be, you know, we're going to win conference championships here and it's not happening, doesn't, doesn't mean that, that okay, now, now the experiment is over. Right? Mm-hmm. Once you have made that commitment, then you, you know, otherwise you take that with you the rest of your, your life. So there's, but there's two sides to the story here. One, one side is at the end of the year, you go in and talk to the head coach, yeah. and he says, "Hey, you're you're not going to play here, and and we would just assume uh, we're not going to re up your scholarship because you're not going to play because we want to use the scholarship another way. So you need to go to the portal or you just need to move on. Yeah. Okay. But on the other on the other hand, because of the what the uh, percentage towards graduation, the university still has to legally has to support that kid in some way till he gets his degree mm-hmm. because that's through the NCAA. So the so the ideal thing for the head coach is to. 
to help the kid get to another school. Yeah. Particularly, in, it's more so, probably more so in basketball than it is in, in football. Because you see those guys at basketball across the country. I mean, they just, right when the season's over, all of a sudden they're on the move. Yeah. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to so-and-so because I'm going to shoot more there. Or I'm going to go to so-and-so because they got a spot open for me. I'm not going to play here. You know, or the coach says, "Hey, you don't fit what we're doing," you know, and so then the kid, you know, the coach maybe makes the decision for him, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not saying that that's the proper thing to do. Uh, so it's kind of a of a two way proposition. Like I saw where it's five Utah State football players, right? The pictures were in the paper. They're all opting out. Okay, so who's going to pick them up and give them a scholarship for one year of those five guys? I'm not sure. You know, who? No. Am, am I going to – who's going to take a chance on them? And let's say somebody says, yeah, you can come here and walk on for a year. It's going to cost X amount of money, you know, for you to go to school, your out-of-state tuition or yep. whatever. Or you don't need that that position. So all of a sudden, what, 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 do you, what, what, what do you think, though? If, if, like Max said, if a coach can go to a player and say, "Hey, you're not going to play here. You, you know, you might as well transfer, get on out of here," it, then is it just as appropriate then for a player who is one of the top dogs in the program to turn around and say? Hey, coach, I'm I'm out of here because this doesn't fit me because I can do better than this. Is he just as yeah. justified in doing that? Well, well I, I think I think you bring up a really good question, Gordon. Well, we've always talked about this, right? If if the coach that recruited you leaves, then you should be able to leave. Right. Like you should have a year to be able to transfer. But to 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 Gordon, to your point, you know. If the coach has the right to do that, does the player have the you know the the equal right to be able to come in and and you know kind of um, well he, decide I, for himself? Well, the way it is right now, he does. Yeah. In other words, so let's say let's the 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 kid uh, Wilson who plays for Seattle, the quarterback, mm-hmm. right? So he was he was a going to be a junior or senior at. Was he at North Carolina? NC yeah, State. North Carolina NC State. State. Yeah. And then he transferred to Wisconsin. Okay. Wisconsin is not a quarterback school. I don't know why why he selected Wisconsin, but he, he ended up, for him, it ended up being a great deal because yeah. he really flourished. The people there in Wisconsin loved the kid, and and he made a big difference to their football team. Uh the kid, the kid that transferred to Indiana from, from Utah, you know. So he's starting this week. Yeah, he is total. Uh, because the left-handed guy got hurt, you know. So he's going to have an opportunity to show what he's about this week. Now, where, where was he in Utah's plans? I don't know, you know, because, uh, it, it kind of when you went to practice after he was there for some time. And all of a sudden, they go to practice, and so he's not taking any reps, you know. So he's scout team guy or whatever, and he's not getting he's not getting people are not paying a lot of attention to him because he's not in the too deep, 
You know, so all of a sudden, his dad or whoever is his representative is calling Whittingham probably and saying, hey, I thought my kid was going to be at least number two. And how come How come he's – and I thought he had an opportunity to start. And now, all of a sudden, he's not getting any reps, mm-hmm. you know. And sometimes, particularly with quarterbacks, the parents can be the worst. Yeah. Yeah, because they got this – from a Donna kid that's yeah. a star. Well, they, they, they feel, too, and a lot of them have paid thousands and thousands of dollars, you know, to for coaching, for camps, for all the different things. Well, the, the quarterbacks are are a lot more prepared now coming out of high school than they were 15 years ago mm-hmm. because they got they got a lot, a lot of a lot of camps, a lot of individual instruction. A lot of people teach them how to read coverage, how to do things, and there's some pretty good guys out there actually doing it yeah. that are very successful. And these quarterbacks are going. But I'm I'm going to tell you one thing, and I, and you could quote me: the kid, the dark kid at Corner Canyon mm-hmm. is a no-brainer. Yeah, and that kid is going to be an All-American, and he'll he'll be a first-round draft choice. Man, BYU is going to be just the Heisman Trophy winner for the Cougars too. Well, <laughs> for the Cougars, of I course, I got him committed yeah. to the Cougars. So, Where, so where's he looking? Where's he looking at? Is he looking at Arizona State? Yeah, where's he looking? Huh? USC's been, he, interested. He's got a lot of looks. He can go. He could probably name the school he wants to attend. Huh. So he's recruited by every school in the Pac Pac-12 except Utah. Yeah, and. And I think Utah probably has a commit that they've put out to somebody that they guaranteed they wouldn't, if the kid committed to them, that they wouldn't commit to somebody else. Right. I mean, I mean that's usually the situation you get in. And I think, I think that uh, the people at Utah know how good the kid is. Except. He's got BYU written all over him. <laughs> well, see. All oh. right. We're up against it. We'll get to more coming up next. Stay tuned. It's the big show live at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 so, West. So, Alema, I, I, will, I, will, I will 90% guarantee you that he's probably not going to go to BYU. No, no, no. Wrapping up Football Friday next, 97.5 and 1280. Fridays with Alema Harrington and Ron McBride on The Big Show. Presented by Stonehaven Dental on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All right, it is The Big Show on a football Friday. Uh, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, Coach Mack, Alema Harrington live from the warehouse. Papa P, the world famous yeah. Papa P. The world famous by. Papa P. Hey, Papa, Papa, when Papa P has more he, BYU stuff Yeah, he on is than, geared up. Well, he has he, he has geared like, up the mask and the hat. Hey, hey, you know what? Now that BYU's winning, oh all, man, every, all those guys dust are, off that gear. Now they're all coming out of the closet. <laughs> you know, so Papa P's true blue. He's hey, been there for even a while. through the hey, lean times. Hey, they've been in that closet for about <laughs> nine years. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've got a good game this weekend. I want to get everybody's kind of thoughts on what we're going to see this weekend. Uh, let's start with BYU Coastal Carolina. Uh, let's start with the BYU guy, Alema. Yeah. I'm 
I'm sure you're expecting a victory. I'm expe- Here's what I'm expecting is both of these teams are playing for absolute respect. The loser of this game has just basically taken themselves out of whatever they have established to this point, both teams being undefeated in 9-0. Right. And BYU, you can look at Houston. You can look at, at Boise State. You know, there's a couple of games you can look at. For East Coastal Carolina, it's more of a, a regional thing, and, and they're trying to prove that that's worth something to somebody. But I think that BYU will go in there and on a short prep, having to travel, that's a lot to deal with. But I think that they'll be ready to go. All they have to do, and I make this sound simple like it's easy, and it's not, is to go in there and play BYU football. Offensively, don't turn the ball over, okay? And run the ball no, well no, enough. Don't, don't say don't turn the ball over. <laughs> yeah. no, God. Take care of the football. Thank you. Let me, let me, Mike. <laughs> hey, you're the worst guy. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this today. Here's, here's, a, here's, a, here's a running back guy. Man. Hey, what did we say at the beginning of the show? Don't talk about don't turn the ball over. Secure the football. Yes. Positive so if they thinking. secure keep, the football. Keep the football. <laughs> you know? Hey, yeah. Hey. And, then, and, then, and right away, he comes back with that Simple statement. Yeah. yeah. Come it's on. Like, be better a little. Okay. It's kind of like so if you take were care in, of the football. If you were in class, you didn't football. listen to the class. <laughs> possess the football. And I think their defense and offensive line, defensive line, but defensive line specifically is going to really going to beat up Coastal Carolina's offensive line. Big advantage yep. BYU there. I think the Cougars win um, two touchdowns. Okay. Coach? Two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Well. I'm going to tell you, I said this seven, eight, nine, ten weeks ago, whatever. I like this BYU yeah. football team. I mean, regardless of if I'm a Utah guy or whatever I am, I like what they're all about. I like they know how to finish games. They understand the toughest in the trenches. They they understand the importance of how to play the game in the fourth quarter. So they understand a lot of the right things. So, you know, as you know, I, I, you know, I'm gonna take BYU yeah. in this game, and I'm gonna take them all the way till the end, you know, because I just think, I think is, my own mind, I think it's a pretty special team. Yeah. What about you, I Gordon? Think, you riding with coach, the shots to clear? This is what Coach said. He said we're gonna win. <laughs> he said we're gonna win. And I'm with you, Coach. I said, we are. We are. We're going to win. I said they are going to win. No, we are we. Well, we, okay. Coach. Last week it was we. What happened? Well, okay. Well. <laughs> Gordon, where are you at on this one? Hey, hey, hey. hey uh, so if there's any BYU people listening to the radio station right now, yeah, we are going to win. Uh, there hey, you go. Coach, hey, thank you. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm – I'm completely in on this particular football team. Yeah, we're yeah. all in. Yeah, because I we're I love <laughs> I love their offensive line. I love the running back. I love the quarterback. Yes. And the quarterback is a Utah guy. So you, yeah, his dad's a, a Utah he's a, guy. Yeah, he's a Utah man, sir. Yeah, which makes it even worse for Ute fans since. Uh, <laughs> Since uh, oh my God, Gordon, really don't get, get on don't top start bringing up. <laughs> hey, Gordon's the most controversial guy I know. Wait, wait. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I agree with what you guys are saying. BYU should be more physical on both lines, along both lines, and BYU has to stop the run in this game. It has to stop the run, and if they do that, 
And Zach Wilson is able to be Zach Wilson then yeah, yeah at so Cooper we're, Victory. So we're what well, we are BYU homers. Yeah. Uh, well let's Gordon, you can say it. Say it. Go ahead and say we will win. Say that. Go can you say that? We will win. I think we will win. Who said when that? Gordon 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 over, say I'll say it. We're we're up against time, but I want to get hey, you no, wait, 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 wait. Oh, never hey, mind. Gordon Gordon can't say that because he's a journalist. He's objective. He's, he's a robot. He, he, he doesn't have emotions. But he's not connected yeah, to I, anything. Yeah, I, just, I hate everybody. Hey, hey, hey. I, hey, I'm transitioning to uh, <laughs> the score. What's the score going to be, Coach? Um, 35-21. Yeah. Yeah. Jake? Oh, I don't know. They're yeah. going to win. I bet they cover. See, see, do, you want, do you want to pick on the Utah game? No, we've passed no, okay. that. Last no, no, before okay. we hey, talk about We furniture. need to get to furniture because we're way over. I'm going, I'm going Utah on a runaway. Okay. Ooh, over I'm with bees. Coach. Right. I'm, I'm how, with Coach. coach I think we're going to win much, that game too. How much anger does BYU feel by being slighted again by this bowl commission? Because I've talked to kids, yeah. and they're mad. Yeah. And I think that they're going to try to take it out on this other team. Is that a factor or is emotion not a factor? No, that's not a factor. They're just going to go out and play their game. I don't think. I don't think the. the, I don't think the players worry about all that stuff. They do. I mean, I mean, in the in the social media world, it's all that matters. Well, hey, hey. Well, I mean, social media, man. That's that's. I don't know what's the word overrated, <laughs> but hey, everybody. That's the you, end of the civilization. It depends, it, it depends who you pick it up. You know, you pick up something and you say that's the craziest thing I've ever read. Yeah, and it's and it could be no facts based on it, just some guy's opinion when he wakes up in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if we have time to delve into the societal ills of yeah, uh, social not. media. Maybe probably that's next not. week. Uh, <laughs> let's boom out some furniture. Let's, let's do that. Let's do it. Well, Tom, Tom, we've got to really hit a home run here. <laughs> we've got to hit a home run. <laughs> Tom has hit a home run in every inning to this point. Yeah. And well, now you're asking well, for a key finish with a grand, grand slam. slam. Let's just pretend that Mickey Mantle is coming to bat right now in his youth. <laughs> Okay, Coach, we've already we've already said anybody who comes in, we're going to get you two bedrooms, a living room set, and a dining room set. We're going to get you a house full of furniture for 5000 That's the crazy that you did that, well, Coach. That, well, this I don't was, know how hey, you did we're this gonna, is, We're going to deliver awesome. the whole house full of furniture for 75 bucks. <laughs> oh, my but, God. But now, <laughs> Where's Clayton? Clayton needs the exercise. He's getting fat. Hey, hey, so hey, and besides the five grand, you get Clayton to deliver. Yes. I mean, my God, what else could you ask for? <laughs> How about some other deals? What else you got? Let's talk about our adjustables because we really haven't hit it yet. So we got to do a coach uh, and an Alema special. I'm going to do the Alema special. It's the head up queen adjustable bed with a made in USA, your choice. Hybrid or gel-infused memory foam mattress for five ninety nine. Wow! We'll deliver it and set it up, wow. Clayton, for seventy five bucks. How about That's that? for me. Well, just That's just the, uh, special. Yours. 
That's the Alema special. That, but I'm just saying that's my special. That's well, the, that's for me. Did you get the bed? You got the yes, bed. Yes, I yeah. you got the bed. I got the king size bed. Well, how delivered. is it? It's fantastic. But the thing is, it's I amazing. Wanted, I wanted to go to your kids, not to you. <laughs> I know they get the they get the used bed. Yeah, but I, yeah. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> so <laughs> just uh, just to compare the uh, delivery, hey, if poor underprivileged kids. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> they're really hurting. It doesn't What's matter what we try, Jake. We no, can't keep this train no, on the tracks. I mean, this I, train is going. Going off the track, so let's let it go with yeah. the hey. last boom yes. of the day for you guys. Okay. Our competitors deliver and set up adjustable beds. 175, 200, 225, 250. We're doing it for 75 yeah. bucks. We also have the King special. I haven't talked about it today. We're gonna do a King adjustable bed. The Bluetooth base, we've talked a lot about it. It's twenty three ninety nine online. The mattress is twenty two ninety nine. Forty six hundred dollars special for fifteen ninety nine. And I will deliver it and set it up for seventy five. I won't deliver that? it. Clayton, That's ridiculous. That's insane and crazy. I mean, wait a minute. Wait, so far. We've sold out the whole store for hardly nothing. I mean, Tom's going to go bankrupt. <laughs> Tom, that's incredible because you just described the bed that so was now worth that, more than the whole price. Now that Coach has proclaimed the prices are right, we need some help to, to get them sold so we uh, can Let's get take it done. care of people Let's for get Christmas. it done. All right. Hey. Just you should come in here when I'm here. I'll make sure you you, you get in and you get out. With come in on thing. Friday when Co- Coach Mack hey, is here. Come Let in, him hey, negotiate your deal. Hey, you come in here with five grand, man. You go out with a brand new house, and and if you, if you're just getting married, I got a marriage special. If we got that, and then we got the light blue one. Which is over here yeah, in the corner. That's the 454. 454. Yeah. And then got we got the Princess Grundle bed. And then we got the we got the chair over here. Yeah. You know who would like that chair? Remember the lady that bought this thing yeah. last week? That has. Yeah. The, the, that would be perfect for her. Well, they need to come I don't back know and if pick she, that up. I don't know if she listens to the show or not. But yeah. She said she did. She it's did. waiting for you. And her husband was right yeah. there with her. Yeah. And whatever she wanted. He's ready to he pull the trigger. Hey, hey I'm going to tell her. Hey, young lady. Now. This, you'd like this chair. Yep. This is a $1,500 designer chair. It's got that long faux fur. Uh, I felt sorry that we had killed some cats, yeah. some Persian cats. Yeah. But then I went over That's there. That's a joke, it's by not, the way. It's not yeah. real. It's, it's, not, it's faux fur. Yeah. Okay. okay. So take advantage of it. Yeah. Lots of deals. Okay. Thank you, Alema and Coach. We will so, see you next Friday. So, so far, we gave away the whole store today. <laughs> we just, we just, hey. <laughs> We'll be, we'll, you know what? There'll be more that comes in, and we'll be back here next week. Indeed. Okay. Gordon's hey. List is coming up next, 97.5 and 12 of the zone. Hey. No, no, I've never had cat meat.